Today on Intergen, we go into worldview. So Papa Dave, I've found, oftentimes has this worldview that, uh, or maybe not even a view, but you might share the sentiment if, if you're younger like me, that oftentimes older people use these words. Uh, yeah, Papa Dave, I'm calling you a little older. <laughs> but you own it. You're really good, good and graceful about that. Um, so some of us younger generations, we find maybe we just have a different word or language. Now, Papa Dave uses the word duality in this podcast about how there's this duality between the world and us that creates our worldview. Now, while this is a pretty basic word and it seems to resonate with us in a certain way, it's not really used in regular day-to-day language, at least not for me, maybe for you. Um, but so with Papa Dave, I've kind of just come to translate it automatically and know that he's talking about relationship. Now, maybe him and I will split hairs about this in the future. He'll say, Sage, you know, there's a big difference between relationship and duality. And, you know, I wish you you had gone into that. <laughs> Truthfully, you know, they're they're kind of the same for me right now. Um, but that's something that we focus on, not necessarily just what is worldview and what's the view of the world. We, we do touch on that a little bit in Papa Dave's worldview, but in particular, there's a big focus on the relationship uh, between ourselves and the world and reality, just day-to-day kind of what we engage with and how that then creates our worldview. So worldview isn't something that we inherently had when we were born. Maybe there were lights and that was just our worldview. It was very basic. And as we've come to grow up and listen to this, then we know, have a better intuitive grasp and idea of what a worldview is. But they're very important. I mean, they are essentially very bespoke, very custom operating systems and filters that we use to engage and and grow and develop and, and do what we do day in and day out. So there are three points that Papa Dave focuses on in worldview and developing worldviews. Now, I want to specifically say the focus is on developing and growing and expanding our worldviews, not necessarily pigeonholing or just saying this is the worldview or this is our worldview, so to say. So the focus is on developing worldview. And Papa Dave highlights three points or three things that we need to do to develop our worldview. The first is recognizing that we have our own. The second is recognizing that others have their own. And the third is that there is a reality perspective, as he calls it, as we kind of just come up and coin in this this podcast episode, that there is a reality uh, and there is a perspective and, and there is a very real fundamental nature to existence, how it operates and, and all these kinds of things. So those are the big three that we touch on and expand on in this podcast. We hope you enjoy. Intergen is sponsored by, if you're anything like me, not Papa Dave, you've probably picked a book that sounded good, spent hours or days reading it, only to find that it's not quite what you expected. What if I told you that you could listen to a 15-minute summary of all the main points covered in the book before committing to go through it? This is what Blinkist does. When you find a book that you want to dive into, you can access the full audiobook there or just purchase it to read. But 
you first get key ideas from best-selling nonfiction books distilled by experts into bite-sized text and audio. So you can explore their vast library of over 3,000 titles and stay up to date with 40 new titles that are added each month. Go to intergen.life slash Blinkist, that's B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, to get a seven-day trial, 20% off your first order, and even cancel your other audiobook subscriptions. Our next sponsor is LastPass. As we create more content online and new companies and products pop up, we always have to create new accounts. Instead of having the same password for everything, I now have an extremely complicated and long string of random characters for every single account. Now, how do I remember them all? Well, I'm glad you asked because I don't. LastPass is an incredible password manager, and best of all, it's completely free. I've been using it for almost a year, and I'm kicking myself in the foot for not starting sooner. So visit intergen.life backslash LastPass. That's L-A-S-T-P-A-S-S for more information and get set up today. Porn Free Party. Yep, you heard me right. That's P-O-R-N freeparty.com. This is something that put a big strain on a lot of my relationships and sucked up over 100 hours per month for me. To clarify, I'm not just talking about hardcore porn. I've never watched remotely close to that much hardcore stuff, but news porn, social media porn, fear porn, hustle porn, panic porn, anything that gave me a hit to passively observe instead of engage with life, oh yeah, you bet. Now, full disclaimer, this is a program I independently created before this podcast to optimize my internet, relationship with it, and by extension, the rest of my environment. But I wouldn't be exaggerating if I said this podcast would not exist without this program. At PornFreeParty.com, I personally take you step-by-step through how I reprogrammed my internet to generate a life that I actually wanted. Go to intergen.life slash pornfreeparty for 50% off and get started today. Papa Dave and I invite you to join our community. This isn't a sponsorship slot as much as an invitation for feedback. We've created a hub for Intergen listeners where we can connect with each other and continue conversations. If you have questions or want us to delve into specific topics, head over to intergen.life and use it to direct our attention to pressing issues and perspectives you may feel we've missed. Or maybe you feel like we're coming up to a real profound point but just aren't hitting it out of the park. Whatever it may be, Rather than synthesize feedback from all the big social media platforms and juggle all that noise, we kindly direct you to intergen.life where we give the greatest amount of our attention. We look forward to engaging with you and our other listeners there. With that, today's show. Welcome back to Intergen. This is Sage and Papa Dave. We're coming back today to dig, before we go into all the questions that we're talking about our introduction, we wanted to nail and first start with worldview, generally speaking. Uh, By this point, uh, you've probably mapped out how some of the things that we said in our first introduction might align or not sit well with your worldview or be a little confusing or 
really ring true with you. And so we wanted to touch on that. Why is it that um, our worldviews affect us in this way? And, and what even is a worldview? We can go a little bit more into depth as far as what Papa Dave's worldview is, what mine is as well. But at the end of the day, we're here for you and we're very interested to hear and better understand your worldview so that we can be able to better shift and adjust our relationship just as uh, podcast hosts and as audience so that we can be able to work together and better understand and, and touch on issues that are uh, near and dear to both of us. Uh, so without further ado, uh, I think just that general framing begs the question, Papa Dave, what is a worldview? Just no, that's not a very good world, question. Not, not yours, not mine, nope. audience. Just what's a worldview? <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's a very that's a very good way to frame it. So most people don't that I know that I've interacted with don't don't mm, think about what they're experiencing in in terms of a worldview. But we all have one, right? So if you're if you're a a, a student in high school. In, in this modern American high school, uh, modern American kind of expression of high school, you're going to have a very different viewpoint about what the world is based on what you've been taught, what your experiences at home are, et cetera, than someone who's, you know, my age that has went through, you know, high school 40 years ago and uh, has experienced a lot of things and, and sees the world from a different perspective because I've, um, digested and I read different things and I, et cetera, et cetera. So we all have a view of the world mm -hmm. when we personalize that and looking from essentially inside of us out to the world, we all interpret the world based right. on what, what we've know and what we have experienced. If a person's had very, very bad experiences with the police, then their worldview will uh, inculcate that. It'll, it'll have that in their life. The police are bad. If, if a person's had very good experiences being protected by the police, then their, their worldview will probably say police are good. So, so would you say or that generally speaking, worldviews are dictated or determined by our environments? Or because I think there's also an element of choice how we, you know, because oftentimes people will have, even if you have kids or if you have a friend or a group of people and they'll all have the same thing will happen to them. They'll all get in a car crash or something. Um, they'll all still, you know, maybe come out with a different perspective on what happened, uh, on what happened right? Or, Why you know, if, if some, some fight breaks out at school or something, then everybody will have a different perspective. I mean, we see it on the internet, right? Everybody is on the same platforms, but you have these little bubbles, everybody's in their own groups, and we right. kind of get, you know, big events happen, and everybody's got a different perspective, right? So what's kind of the, you know, there's so, obviously so some level of choice there, Right. So I, I, one of the, a big worldview point here okay. is personal perspective versus universal principle perspective. Okay. Universal principle perspective, like right. okay, what's so, actually happening or? Yeah. So if we were to, it, one of the reasons people respect science is because uh -huh. science theoretically objectively looks at the world and tries to describe what's happening in the world without opinion. Yeah, it's, it's not entirely true. There's a lot of opinion in science. Yeah. I think the ideal of that, though, the really ideal resonates is that. with right. right. So, yeah. so everybody is essentially looking for the objective world. reality, right? Like, so, say 
who am I, where am I, what's my value, what's my relationship to others, all in, an, in the ideal. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of different ways to take that. So for one way you can express that concept is God's worldview, God's viewpoint. That in other words, a being, however you perceive the being, above all of the hurly-burly of daily life, has a view of what the world is. Like that perspective right? of all perspectives. A per, like the that? highest perspective. Now that, that by the way, is a literary uh, a standard literary you know, theme is that if you write a book, you can write a book from God's perspective over every character in the book, and then you can control every, even down to what people are thinking or anything that happens. That's God's point of view. Mm-hmm. So we don't have God's point of view. We have our own point own of view. Individual, right, Indi- perspective, right. worldview. Exactly. So so the, the thing that we have to struggle with is we my myself with my viewpoint interacts with the world. And the okay. world, when yeah. I have the accident, okay, the, that's objective reality. An accident happened. Yeah. But I have to choose how I'm going to interact with it. This gets, this gets very, and a lot of the podcasts that we do will have this element involved. What is the, wor- what is the viewpoint that, you, that you, we've got to understand better what is the, rea- the real viewpoint, God's viewpoint, if we will, or the re- I call it the reality viewpoint, what's actually reality. Beyond mm-hmm. my viewpoint, what's reality? So right. reality viewpoint. So what is the reality viewpoint? This is why you can have someone who goes through horrific experiences. I mean, truly horrific experiences. And they come out the other end and they're better people. They're more yeah. sympathetic, more, uh, more empathetic, more, right. they're, yeah. they're much wonder, more wonderful because they went through horrible experiences. Some of the Nazi death camp, you know, uh, Diedrich Bonhoeffer and, and uh, other, you know, uh, Corey Ten Boom. The, the, these people went through horrors and forgave the people who were, doing bad things to them and they could then transcend their personal experiences and understand the love of God, for example. But every, but everything that we do is always a duality. This is a reality point. Mm-hmm. It's a, there's a, there's a, a real point. Uh, a, well, it's a reality point. The reality okay. point is outside of my or you view, viewpoint, the reality point. So Ideally, we want to try to understand what the reality point is, and we may not like it, but we try to understand what it is, because that ultimately will give us uh, a more stable position to make choices how we're going to go forward in the world. Well, lasting so, over time, kind of. Correct. So, correct. so but, but reality, so everything that we experience is, is a combination of the reality and how I interact with it, how I perceive it, how I digest it. Right, because that perception, digestion, then affects how you... Creates my reality. Right. And when you say internal, when you say my reality, you mean like my internal reality or... I mean, it's a little bit bit of both because like that... I said it's it's a duality. Right, right, right. Because it affects also what you do, which becomes a part of your external environment and other people's external environment fundamental element of this podcast is that we create ourselves right right so we create ourselves through what i am what i know what i what i my my opinions and viewpoints is the world and my interaction with the world mm-hmm. because what i know and how i interact or how i decide to interact with the world will decide will uh, affect how i interact with the world and therefore you know, what comes back to me from the world. 
Does that make kind sense? Of, kind of like karma or? No, well, you could call it karma. There's an element, it's epigenetics. That's another podcast. But the, the point is, is that uh, as I interact with the world, if I, if I interact with the world in a very negative way, because all people are, are bad and I, and, and I hate all people, probably all people are going to be bad and you're going to hate the world. Because yeah, it's kind of reciprocated. Yeah. It's reciprocated. But if you, if you interact with the world and it with a hopeful and optimistic way, I mean, granted that can burn you too, because I mean, America basically did that for the last 40, 50 years with China and look what's happening now because yeah, we have much money. So also even just on an individual level, I, I don't think people want to be like too naive and just like everything's good and just be good, feel good, take care of people. I mean, it's, it's good to do that, but there are times where you kind of have to be stronger or, or not, you know, many, not cynical many, though, but I guess yeah, it's that duality, that balance that we're talking about as well. This is kind of one of the, the things well, we're talking about have been and they've been thought about throughout human history. Yeah, and the and the way that generally that conversation or that that uh, language has been expressed mm. is religious. So what you just said has been expressed, in, for example, in the Bible: "Be uh, wise as serpent and innocent as doves." Yeah, oh, that's right? a that's a good uh, yeah. <laughs> There's See, I didn't think about that, there. but it's actually, that's, it's true. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot there. It's, there's it's a, funny there's, because there's I feel like sometimes, I feel like sometimes our, we're, we're like trying to come up with our own language or come to the same truth or ideas just like on our own without like these ideas or something. But I don't know if there's much value to that because there, there is just a lot of uh, wisdom. And I feel like it's, it just makes it a little easier if we're just able to yeah. read and take it and process um maybe i don't know about well, it's one of the reasons i mean they're they're, they're like world views of people's past and some present but um does that make sense no it you no know, it absolutely does the, the problem is is there's seven billion people on the world now yeah and there's probably seven billion people who've already passed and you can't read and interact with all of those people. Yeah, possibly. right. So, I mean, I think people would, I, I know I certainly would love to, like people type of people would, would love to take all the time to really delve into and get to know some people. Some people aren't into that, but so, so like, what do we do? Like, how do we construct or develop uh, a coherent uh, kind of worldview that helps us navigate this world and this life in a way that's kind of streamlined and efficient. Like we're talking about science in the beginning, right? How it's like this uh, approach to creating a worldview that's objective. And in science, there's a scientific process. It's very methodological. Okay, like, okay. Is there... I, I, can answer, I can answer it. The, okay. the point is you just asked a question, so I'll answer it. Well, what's my question? We're, we're going to run out of time. Your question is, is how do we, how do we construct our worldview? Right. In, in, in like a systematic, almost methodological way, kind of like right. the, kind of like the scientific method. Okay. Well, the first thing to do is realize that you have a worldview. Okay. That's yeah. Right. Okay. Like you already have one. You already have a world. You already view. have one. Right. Right. Doesn't matter. Doesn't, but it, but it's your worldview. Right. No matter who, who's listening to this or you or me, we all have our, no worldview. one's ever been in your feet with your right. ears and nobody will ever be. You are right. unique eternal being you are yeah. unique eternal so so first to realize that i have a worldview and that and that means that outside of my worldview are other worldviews and also fundamental reality 
So mm-hmm. the first thing we can do is, is uh, not cut people off because words have baggage, right? So I used a biblical word, you know, be uh, wise as serpent, wise innocent as dove. And, right. and a lot of people who are negative about religion because they, they've been taught a lot of negative religious iconography, if you will, uh-huh. either from atheists or from religionists. But the point is, is they, 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 oh, I don't like religion because it's all full of bigots. Cash it's not. Yeah. All right. But, and there's some, there's some great wisdom in religion. There's some great wisdom in the Greek, you know, Socrates and, and the, the Greek thinkers. There's some great wisdom in the founding fathers of America. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Right. Uh, those thoughts actually come from the, 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 the earlier Roman state. Hmm. Uh, and, and, but they were put together, you know, by um, enlightenment philosophers and, and basically congealed or, or, or brought together by the founding fathers of America into an ideal for a country. Right. So if you're, if you're negative about America, you just say, well, America is full of racists you're not going to actually open your mind to, to the reality that a lot of people came before you that, that thought deeply about life. So, so, is, so is that the second step? One, that you have a worldview recognizing that, and yeah. then second, recognizing also by extension, other people have their own perspectives worldview, but there's also Correct. like a, a reality to the world and how it operates that right. we're all perceiving. Right. So we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Right. All right. 240 years ago, some, some white dudes wrote that down and created a country based on that idea. Okay. So you can, you can criticize uh-huh. that and you can accuse that and say, well, that's not the reality because Jefferson had slaves and all these people had slaves. Yeah. But within one human lifetime from this starting of America, we had fought and won the civil war for 500,000 uh, white people died to free slaves not just black slaves but all slaves for the first time in human history so right. so america changes as we go forward right so in the 60s we changed we passed the civil rights bills and all that kind of thing and and we elected within one generation uh the first african-american president yeah so america has many problems but if you go from here to china where they're you know yeah. imprisoning Boy. a million uyghurs you know, and doing the ethnic things. minority, ethnic minority in, in China. Right. So the point is, is though, there's no difference between Chinese people and American people or black people or any other people. We're all human beings and we all have a, a, a worldview based on what we know. Right. So a, a truly wise person will open themselves to hear what other worldviews are. And through that, get some guidance as to how to create their own worldview, because Ultimately, the thing that we're doing is we can't be, we cannot become the ultimate reality of God, if you will, or God or, or reality. We can only ever understand our interaction with the other, the reality or other people or God, or whatever you wish. And it changes us as to who we are, but we will always be ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we'll always be thing, ourselves, but we'll okay, always have right. a worldview. The right. best, the best thing we can do is to improve our worldview so that our worldview becomes more true. Hmm. More and true being more uh, it has to be in line with, with a, the reality or? No, it, well, you could say they could become more in, right, in line with the reality. So you could say like in science, it's the same thing. From my worldview, my personal worldview, there is only the reality. And in the reality, it, you know, some people observe the reality and they, and they, they try to understand it and they're called scientists. 
Other people observe the reality and they try to honestly understand it and they're called religionists. Other people honestly try to understand the reality. They're called educators. They're called philosophers. They're called whatever. But everybody is interacting with the reality. The problem we have is when we come into a situation and we, we decide what emotionally or, or racially or whatever makes me, I want to feel this way and therefore this, this is how I'm going to interact with the world. Then we become a bigot. Then we become an intolerant leftist, an intolerant rightist. We become, it's a lot easier to do that because it's easier just to say, I believe this and, and to hell with the whole world. But to be a truly mature human being, it's, uh, it's important to grow in our worldview. And to do that, you have to interact with many different worldviews. So this podcast is uh, trying to tease out uh, uh, true principles for developing each person's worldview because each person is an eternal being that has to create themselves. So this podcast is about creating or helping each person to create themselves. Yeah. I, I like what you said about teasing out and, and identifying or, or, you know, true principles to grow worldviews, including our own. Um, including I mean, my own, yes. Yeah. I mean, completely. This is, this is a, a, um, a, a journey exercise, a, yeah, a journey that we're on, an exercise of of growing our worldview and perspective. Because I, well, for speaking from my perspective, I think, and this is something I'm, uh, how my worldview and perspective is evolving and uh, maturing a little bit, or how I'm trying to do that. But I think I found uh, just having access to the internet from a younger age and growing up a little more familiar with it you know, we type in www worldwide web and you get this idea like, Oh, I'm connected to the entire world. And it's just through this box and everything that comes through the computer. Like this is the, uh, you know, uh, the, that is actually a shadow of the world. Right. Right. But I, I think for a long time, it was easy for me to think that this was the closest representation to the entire worldview and perspective that I could get. And I've increasingly found that, uh, this is less and less true. That it, that's like what you said. It just a shadow of the worldview of a worldview. And well, and what that, you're seeing, what you're seeing is what people what people want to project into that shadow box. Right. Right. So and, it's not and, necessarily fully true, but it is a part of the truth. It is a part, part of it. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, hey, this little screen is a part of our world, but there's a lot that happens outside and around it. And being able to witness kind of three-dimensional more dynamism there's a lot that i've been able to to gain and, and pick up there and even just doing things on my own uh which has been fascinating so even just kind of um having a less flat uh worldview just like through the screen and more kind of a dynamic one has been a very um it's, yeah. yeah you want to hear something really weird sure go ahead uh we, we're going to finish with this but 2500 years ago a guy named i think it was I think it was Socrates, uh -huh. Socrates, but he, he came up with a, uh, an imagery, a story about people locked in a cave. Right. Yes. If people haven't heard this one, uh, I think look it's up. Plato's allegory of the cave. I think, okay. Right? There you go. You can that's it look is. that up because we don't have time to go into it, but right. it's, yeah. or maybe we do a podcast about it, but it is right. really, what we're talking about is exactly that. It's a good, it's a good metaphor. So there's, there, there are shadows in this story. It's, it's relatively easy. We recommend our uh, listeners to check out Plato's Allegory of the Cave, I believe it is. If we're, if we're not, we'll get chewed up in the comments, but please, uh, we'll put in the description of and, and a link to the actual story. Um, but I think for worldview, I think this is, this is a good start. Uh, first, identifying that 
we have a worldview already is important. And then recognizing that we need to uh, mature that. Well, before that also, by recognizing we have a worldview, we also can recognize that others have a worldview and that there's a reality and, and that there's by an engaging, absolute reality. There's an that there's absolute an absolute reality. reality, right. And that okay. by engaging with others' perspectives in that reality, we ultimately aim to grow our own grow our own perspective closer and closer and into oneness with that reality. But what that also means, by the way, is that words have baggage, right? So when I use the biblical words, people might have a reaction about that. What if I use right. scientific or atheist? Depending or, on what their worldview. Depending on what their, what their worldview is, what they've experienced. Right. Any of the concepts that we go to in this podcast are going to be words and ideas and concepts that are set, and yet they're, they're not thought through. The, the true ramifications of what people say they believe Hmm. are rarely thought through. So hopefully in this podcast, we can illuminate some of those, which might make people yeah. upset. Yeah. Well, but even for ourselves, hopefully we can illuminate some of that in ourselves. So. Yep. Thanks for visiting Intergen with Papa Dave and Sage. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. It was a neat one. Please subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you go to listen to podcasts. And then head over to YouTube if we could ask for that as well. Click on the subscribe button as well as the bell icon or you won't be notified when our next video episode drops. Thanks for being with us on Intergen. Be well.